Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential and grow into the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? That's the question. This podcast will help you with those answers. My name is Brent and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. Today, we're discussing five facts you hate that level up your best life. And special shout out to Fallible Nation. You guys make things like this possible and keep me on air and keep me doing shows just like that. So thank you. And if you're a first time listener, welcome to the show. We discuss all things man, husband, and father. As I said, we discuss growing ourselves as a man, as a husband, as a father, and improving ourselves in every way to become the very best version of ourselves in every aspect of our lives. We all want to level up our life. We all want to grow into the fullest potential or wouldn't be on my podcast. We help men specifically, but anybody who wants to become the best, their best self and reach those goals. Our current lifestyle here in America, and I can't speak for other places, doesn't teach you how to do that. It's not what we're being taught in school and to the point where my wife and I actually chose to pull our kids out of public school and start homeschooling uh, because we're just not satisfied with what they're being taught at this point. I'm not bashing teachers here. Let me be really clear. I know a lot of amazing, frustrated teachers, but the way the education system is designed, they're just screaming at the wind. They want to teach your children, but they are covered by what they can and cannot teach. Advertising is the same way. Advertising at every level works against us at the same time encouraging bad habits and choices that are not congruent with achieving the best self or best life that you want possible. And guys, I'm not going to go all conspiracy theorists on you, so don't freak out. But the system is rigged against all of us. If you chase the money, it's obvious why. People with a lot of money, corporations that have a lot of money, make more money with employees than they do with people who are going their own way and their own dreams and building their own thing. God knows I love the idea of the American dream on the surface, but a lot of people have followed that formula for years and look how that's gone. We have a lot of people who can't ever afford to retire. We have a lot of people who only have a little freedom at the end of their lives. And by freedom, I mean, they aren't having to go to a job, but they just can't necessarily live the way they want to. Now, if you're, you aren't interested in seeing who you can become, by all means, jump off my little rant right now. No hard feelings, because what I have to say is not for everyone, and not everybody is ready for that level of honesty. But if you're still in, but if you're still with me, guys, let's get into it. Number one, your health situation is entirely your fault. With a few rare exceptions, None of us got fat because someone else shoved food in our mouth or put a gun to our head and said, you have to eat. We did it to ourselves. Maybe you aren't heavy, but are you healthy though? There are a lot of people who look amazing, like Adonis level, but are dying on the inside because of the choices they made to get there. I just did a great interview with, we'll be out for a while guys, comes up later this season, but I just did a great interview with a guy who got into bodybuilding and he just was not willing to do what it took past this show to continue on that because 
what he was putting in his body and the way he was treating his body was not healthy to compete at that level. Yes, you can be in great shape without those things, but a lot of people take that shortcut because it's hard work to get into great shape. Likewise, if you run out of breath while you're walking to your car, then you're in sorry shape. You don't have to be Martins Lisi's strong or rich froning fit. You don't have to be able to run a hundred miles like David Goggins, but there are no miracle cures if you are in a bad way with your health. There's no fast lane or easy button. It takes time and effort to change it. You have more access to nutritional information than any point in history. And you may not like calisthenics, but calisthenics cost nothing. So don't whine about not affording a gym membership. Get outside and hit the road. You don't have to go to a gym to get in better shape. Put the crap food down and get off your ass. You have total control over this and it will level up your life to a whole new place when you do something positive about your health. But first we have to know our responsibility where we are we can control getting out of it guys. So that's number one. Number two, I wanted you to shut your mouth and speak up. Now that may sound a little weird, but no one cares what you say if you don't walk the talk. I just turned down an interview for a podcast from someone who wanted to be a guest on the show who had probably the most impressive set of educational credentials I've ever seen in my life. It was incredible. It was like Stephen Hawking kind of smart. And he wrote a book about humans and why and how they do the things they do. The problem is academia. It's all he has ever known based on information he provided. He is, he's sacrificed everything else in his life to pursue his education. And if education is your passion, that's fine. We all make our choices. That is the end of his story, though dedicated his whole life to academia and has multiple, multiple high-level degrees and doctorates. And, but I don't have time for a story that ends at learning about it in a book. I'm just an everyday Joe. But whatever I've learned, what, but what I've learned through the years, we'll see if I can talk straight today, is that life experiences shape the reality of our lives in ways that academia will never understand. There are a lot of things you can account for. There are a lot of things that happen, but there is a big difference between people who live it and people who read about it and study it. Now, like I said, I am not bashing academia, guys. Don't get it twisted. That's not what this is. Okay. There are a lot of great coaches out there like train, strength coaches who have never done any education. They don't have a certification of any kind, but they have trained elite athletes for years. Likewise, there are some people who get degrees and, and certifications and things who have only really ever done it in a book and they have no real life experience of how to apply that with people because people are imperfect. And the minute you add people to the mix, it gets complicated. If you want to donate or dedicate your life to education, that's fine. You need to live it as you go. Working with kids taught me a long time ago that what you say is really inconsequential 
if your life doesn't reflect what you're saying. A horrible old adage that we've all heard, do as I say, not what I do, has always, always been wrong. If you want people to take you seriously, you got to do the work. If you want people to listen, you have to show them. If you have good ideas, you have to demonstrate that they're worth a person's time. Smart YouTubers do everything they can to show you, so not me, obviously, but smart YouTubers do everything they can to show you, not just tell because it's a visual platform. However, we are in a proof of concept society. So unless you already have fame for some other reason, you're gonna have to show people that your idea is not only valid, but it is beneficial. Everybody has heard the, the old adage, actions speak louder than words. There's a reason people still say it. Live what you believe and say if you are ready to level up your life to the next level. And guys, if you want to help us out, hit that like button or share this podcast wherever you are. And if you want to join me on the mission here, you can help us out either on Patreon or buy me a coffee. Our supporters have direct input on our content so we can do more shows like this and make sure that we are doing shows that are beneficial to you. So number three, you know I hate the social media nonsense I have to throw out every now and then. Number three is perspectives change everything. Now, if you've listened to me before, you might've heard me talk about perspectives. Let me throw out an idea for you. Half full or half empty. Candlestick are two people facing each other. I think everybody has seen that perspective visual on social media. White with black stripes are black with white stripes. Okay, I'm just kidding. That was not actually a perspective thing. There is an actual right answer. When I was younger, I thought that it was absolutely nonsense that perspective was that important. But as I've gained a few years and some perspective, ironically, I, I've learned different. Perspective is as simple as why me versus why not me? Or I can't. How can I? It may seem silly, but how you think about it and process it in your mind, just as importantly, how you say it out loud, how you say things affects you greatly. It really will change your world. Too many people have a victim mentality and think things happen to them. That leaves it all to chance or the fates, if you will. It takes all the power out of your hands, all the control and throws it into the ether. Now, I say you hate this because this is one of those painful things that someone has said to you at some point that's easier to just throw out. Promise you've heard this before. It requires ownership of self. And if you have to own it, then you have to take responsibility for it. Ownership will bring perspective. And perspective can bring ownership. Both will change your world and level you up incredibly. Now, guys, while I got your attention for just a minute, I want to very much tell you about something that's coming up on June 10th and 11th. I'm hosting the Phoenix. And if you're in the Northwest, specifically the North Central Washington area, but guys, if you want to come in from anywhere, it is our first live in-person conference, guys. We're going to have a conference called the Phoenix just to encourage, inspire, build up, and serve father figures and male role models. I didn't want to do just a dad's conference because there are so many men 
coaches, youth ministers who are out there filling that role for children who don't have those positive male role models. So June 10th and 11th in Quincy, Washington, there's details on my website, guys. We are having the Phoenix. Hopefully it will be the first of several to come. I would love to see you guys there. I would love to meet you in person. You can get more details on my website, www.thefallibleman.com. Go to the tab that says the Phoenix. Registrations will open soon. We can only take so many people. Guys, I'm really excited about this event. I've already confirmed that Dr. Christian Heim will be speaking and Aaron Young from Catalyst Coaching. So join us live in person. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to get a chance to shake your hand, actually, and look you in the eye and have a conversation. So that's coming up. The Phoenix, check out more on my website. Let's get back into the show, guys. Number four, if you're dumb, it's by choice. I want to let that resonate for just a second. I know I paused a little long right there. I don't want to let that idea resonate for you for just a second while I take a drink of coffee. Today is April 20th. You have more knowledge free to the public than any other time in the history of man. Okay. Really let that resonate, resonate and soak in for a second, guys. Never at any time in history have you had the opportunities you do now to learn. There have been many generations before that had legitimate roadblocks to knowledge. Only some of them had access to education. Discrimination, poverty, geography, and family duties kept a lot of people over the years from the education that they might have wanted. It's not those years anymore. Yes, someone without fail in the comments will throw out a country where that is still the case. And in fact, I could probably name a few for you off the top of my head where that's still the situation. But for those of us who don't live in those nations, ignorance is a choice. I've talked about this before and I will talk about it again because it pisses me off. I hear people make excuses all the time about their lack of education, keeping them from the dreams, keeping them from their dreams. Grow up. If you aren't growing your mind, what are you wasting your life with? Show me your schedule. I will show you where you have time to expand your mind. There are more books, more podcasts, more YouTube videos, more online courses, more funding for school, more trade schools, websites, free downloads, and generally helpful people in the world than ever before in history. You have no excuse. If you aren't making progress, it's because you're lazy, unmotivated, or content to be where you are. If you are too comfortable and that is making you, or you are too comfortable and that's making you complacent. Find the format that fits your life and schedule and get to work. Not all education comes from the schoolhouse, but knowledge really is power. So if you want to level up, you have to level up your mind. You have zero excuse. If you're dumb, it's entirely your choice in this day and age. So choose to level up. Number five, guys, you are totally in control of your future, but you must show up and take it. Now, 
I don't know what your social media feed looks like. I know I see a lot of advertising uh, for t-shirts because I design t-shirts. I see a lot of uh, you know, those hardcore memes that we all love, right? Um, get to work. I told myself I wasn't going to do ums and ums a lot. But see if this sounds familiar, right? No one cares. You're not entitled to anything. No one owes you anything. You don't deserve it. And they're all true. They make great shirts. They make great little motivational or are those anti-motivational. I don't know how those fall into. Stickers and signs. But guys, the world is full of people who all want something amazing in their life. The people who get it are the ones that take action. And not just any action, but extraordinary action. Because everyone is hungry. Every Olympian wants a gold medal. No one goes to the Olympics thinking, you know what? I'm cool with last place. They're not interested in participation trophies. They go to win. They train for sometimes decades to shine for less than 60 seconds. In the time, they change the perception of the world. What separates the gold medals from the rest? Because there are a lot of athletes there, but there are very few gold medalists. Extraordinary action separates them. They are so hungry that they obsess over every detail. They leave nothing to chance. Every detail of their life, of their training, are purposeful, meticulous, and precise. I was reading about the British bicycling team. And I mean, they took this to an extreme, guys. They painted the inside of their travel trailer, trailer white so they could quickly identify any dust that could compromise their extraordinarily expensive mics or bicycles. They tested different kinds of soup materials to make sure they weren't getting extra drag. They had all of them sleep tested and got them mattresses that match their needs sleep-wise to make sure they were getting optimal sleep. They all had a dietitian carefully go through their nutritional needs and customize their diets down to the very last detail. It was a bunch of little actions that took this team that nobody took serious to dominating the world for almost a decade. It happened over the course of less than two years. No one took them serious as a team. And they got meticulous about every tiny, small habit detail. Obsessed. They took extraordinary action and fixed every little thing, which adds up big very quickly and dominated the world as a team. That is extraordinary action. You cannot achieve your dreams if you aren't willing extra mile. You can achieve your dreams, but they are not handed to you. Everybody wants their dreams. Everybody outside of this studio wants their dreams. Not everyone is willing to work for it. Less people are even willing to fight for it. Even fewer people will sacrifice temporary pleasures and comforts to reach it. 
That is the difference between extraordinary action. You will have seasons of sacrifice if you want to do something amazing with your life. If you truly want to achieve those dreams, seasons of sacrifice are going to be necessary. It will be hard. You will work like a dog and be more tired than you have ever possibly been before. You will scrutinize every choice and weigh it against your dreams or you will fall short. It's not something anybody else did. The world is not against you. The victim mentality needs to die. To achieve your dreams, you can absolutely do that. You have control over it. But it takes perseverance, hard work, dedication, hard choices, sacrifice, and a drive to achieve everything you want to. You are in control, and only you are stopping you. Now, guys, if you're getting something out of this, throw us a like or a share uh, with your friends. That's the greatest compliment you can give us is to share it out and share our podcast with other people. Be sure and share your thoughts in the comments section on YouTube if you're joining us there or leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. That helps us out to keep making these shows. I cannot tell you how grateful I am for those comments and I love to engage people in the comment sections and I get so excited with reviews on the podcast. I share them out on my social media. So hook us up if you're getting something out of this and let's roll into this next point. Number six, comfort is the enemy of fill in the blank. I've seen this filled in with achievement, greatness, the artist, innovation, and progress. I've seen this quote so many times that you can really fill in that blank with several good words. So let's just shorten it down to Comfort is the enemy. Now, before you jump ship here on me, I know I just ruffled some feathers. Understand, I love my comfy ghost mattress. I sleep very well on it. I love a good worn-in pair of shoes and jeans. Or the fact that they are just super comfortable. And to me, that's one of the most comfortable things I can wear. What we're really talking about here is comfort to the point of contentment or even complacency. For example, if you've listened to the show before, you probably caught on that I'm a big on screen time. Well, that's not fair, Brent. You're right. Not all screen time is bad. In fact, this was recorded on screen. You might be watching this on YouTube if you prefer the video version of my podcast on a screen, like your phone or your computer or even your television. Screens are not all bad. My problem with screens is when we're addicted to them. I think they're amazing for educational purposes and can even provide entertainment at times. My problem is when we spend more time looking at the screen than living a life that's worth watching on a screen. I want you to level up to that. We get fascinated watching other people's lives that we wish we were living instead of working on moving ourselves to where we're living that life that we want to be watching. Wouldn't you rather your life looked like something that other people wanted to watch because it was amazing and fascinating of just incredible richness and fun instead of watching somebody else do it. I've never gotten watching sports. That's one of the things I struggle with, right? I don't meld with a lot of other guys because I'm really, I don't like watching sports on TV. And that seems to be a big bonding thing for a lot of guys, but I've just, I love playing sports. I've never been interested in watching other people, especially on a screen. I I like going to some live events, 
live games are a lot more fun, but I still don't even like to go to a lot of those. I don't like watching other people's lives. I'd rather live that way, but maybe that's just me. But we're getting too micro here on this point, and that's not what I want to do. I'm not talking creature comforts, even if sometimes they're the root of the complacency. If they're the root of your complacency, then maybe we need to talk about creature comforts. Now, what we're talking about here is when you decide that you are in your comfort zone and there is no need to grow or continue forward or improve or keep working, that is contentment to the extreme. That is complacency. That is comfort. And that is what all those nice motivational posters are talking about. Comfort is the enemy of blah. They're, they're talking about complacency. They're not talking about it's not bad for you to enjoy the fact that you have a nice, comfy, easy chair to sit in. They're talking about when you stop wanting to do anything else but sit in that chair because you're just lazy and complacent and you're good with how things are. Your comfort zone is killing you guys. Only dead things stop growing. Unfortunately, sometimes the trappings of our creature comforts lure us in like a siren song to this level of complacency. That's the only time when the screens are a really bad thing. That's the only time when your easy boy is your enemy, okay? When those things lure you into going, I've, I've had enough. Recently, Ian McGregor has been doing a credible commercial series on YouTube, and I don't pay attention to all the commercials on YouTube, but Ian McGregor has been doing a series where he talks about stuff. Stuff is nice. But when you rather have experiences, which to me is a great commercial because it's like, wow, that's that's something I can actually get behind a little bit. But we tend to grade our life based on our stuff. When we can afford and acquire enough stuff and things, we stop. Stuff and things will not fulfill your life. They won't give you fulfillment. I'm not going to lie. They're nice and they can add to your quality of life. They will not give you fulfillment. Oh, and they don't level up your life in important ways. Guys, comfort is the enemy when it drives us to complacency with our life. Now, guys, we've gone through six facts that you hate that level up your best life. We all wish these things weren't facts, but they are. Life would be easier if they were not. But you're here because committed to your best life. And that's what we want to encourage. And that's what we teach here at The Fallible Man. That's what I am trying to do with my life. Guys, if you are in the North Central Washington region or the surrounding region and you want to train and you want to drive in, we are doing this conference, The Phoenix, in June. Details are on my website. I would love to hang out with you guys live in person. That would be absolutely cool. If you can't join us, I understand that. Maybe I'll end up putting it up on my website. We'll see. But guys, thank you for joining with me today. Think about these six things. Play it again slow. These six things are absolutely true. Once you realize that, you can take action to start leveling up your life by moving against some of these things or moving with some of these things, depending on the example. As always, be better tomorrow because of what you do today. We'll see you on the next one. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. 
head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.